talk about the next one. Let's talk about uh, there's this is definitely a difference yeah. between Christians sure, and Christianity and Catholicism. Praying to the saints. Yep. Uh, Christians don't. We, we, I don't. We I don't know do two saints. We maybe. don't do that. I yeah. I, I know. Tom, Tom, Christ, Saint Peter? Christopher is Peter the is patron one. saint of travel. I know Damien. Da- but Damien. Is Damien a saint? I don't no. even know if Damien's a saint. No. I don't know. The guy See, that went to Molokai? That, that's, that's, yeah, the guy that went to Molokai. I, think yeah. I don't know. Anyways, no. that being said, yeah. we don't know all about saints, but we, we, don't, don't we definitely this. don't pray to them. Yeah, yeah, we don't pray to them yep. um, because we believe that prayer is an act of worship. It's something... Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a casual podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Um, there you go. Uh, uh, three, three, two, one. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, we should maybe be saying in a more reverent tone. Blessings and peace to you. And uh, also with you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Brother Nolan. You're welcome. Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about Catholicism. Ooh. 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 Shots fired to some people already listening. We started off doing Gregorian chants and then saying the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I feel like Catholics are already made. Yeah. Uh, You also, you said it wrong. Uh, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Get it right. There was a Uh, comedian who said, I know you got to do the intro here, but there was a comedian who said uh, that they changed it. I've never been to a Catholic mass. Yeah. yeah. He said like they changed it from like, um, uh, and the, the, it used to be, um, and may the spirit of the Lord be with you. And you would say, and also with you. Yes. And I guess they changed it to like, and your spirit also like in the, in the church that he was in. Yeah. And so he hadn't been to church for forever. And he was like, and also with you. And he was the only one that said it. And everyone else was like, Oh, you're a newbie. Oh, (laughs) what's, up freshy yeah. <laughs> um all right hey before we offend you if you are a practicing catholic yeah or maybe come from a catholic background and it's near and dear to your heart leave your nice comment on apple Podcasts now yeah subscribe on spotify or apple Podcasts right now mm-hmm. before you get offended yeah um that would be the case okay catholicism um yeah. are we all it doesn't Catholic just means universal. You, aren't we all Catholic? Oh, wow. Okay, you're really you're really are, hitting hard. Aren't we all Catholic? I was going to make a little friend? disclaimer and oh, say, okay. oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Catholic yeah. does is the universal church. Yeah, that's true. I, I get that. But uh, I was I was going to come out and say we love, like, we love Catholic, like, people. It's not, like, just like we love everybody. We love Catholic people. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, we're not attacking them in any Nobody's way. Nobody's attacking you started, anybody. You, this, you literally started this off by saying, you're like you're gonna hate us after this episode. No, that was the premise that you no, said for this entire episode. But we might be possibly <laughs> pointing out some disagreements, exactly, between the Protestant Church and the Catholic Church. Yep. We might be pointing out some similarities, yeah. finding some common ground. Yep. We might tell you that you're worshiping something that you shouldn't worship, I, or maybe we'll tell you you are. And you I should I listen to the episode. That's going to be the whole thing of the episode is just yeah. talking about the differences, the similarities, yep. and where we where we differ theologically. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, uh, it was fifteen seventeen. It was a little bit over five hundred years ago that okay. uh, that a monk and a theology professor nailed the ninety five thesis. Uh, to the door of the church. You yep. say you say he didn't nail it. I, I say he nailed it. I say he didn't nail it. Hey, um, but even if he didn't nail it with a hammer and a nail, he kind of nailed it. Yeah, though. Didn't he, he nail yeah, it? Okay. We're talking about Martin Luther. Yep. We're talking about the Protestant Reformation. And let's put in there the fact that Martin Luther didn't want to break off from the Catholic Church. Did he not just want said, to. I think this is a way for us to reform yes. and to move into the next era. Yes. And they very quickly were like, well... 
forget that. It's been the same since. You're cast out. Well, okay. So, yes, because the Catholics rejected the Reformation. Yep. Okay. We're in a little history lesson. Yep. They rejected the Reformation. Um, and what, what was Martin Luther? I would say you're probably m- more schooled in the history of Martin Luther than I am. Maybe like five years ago. So sure. I've maybe. I've forgotten most of it. Hit, so. hit, me, hit me with your shoddy knowledge of Martin Luther. No, I mean, just. What, what was he about? What was he asking? What type of Reformation was he asking the Catholic Church to partake in? It, it was a lot more because uh, Martin Luther came from uh, this idea that God. God was basically like the whole turn and burn, like lightning bolt above you. Like I'm going to like beat you down. And so at that time, like whipping himself, like for Mm -hmm. sins, like that kind of penance. And then he realized like only through grace by faith. And so he looked at the Catholic church and he said, we're doing all of these works and we're telling people that they have to do works. They have to pay money to the Catholic church to pay penance for their sins. Mm -hmm. This is wrong. We shouldn't do this. Obviously there were 99 theses. I have not, memorize them all so i don't know what else was in there right that was the main thesis was like you know 95 thesis sorry it's okay we are making people like pay us we're making people like come to us and saying like only through the catholic church can you right. find grace and can you find forgiveness in jesus so and and his real thing was i want to get back to biblical teaching exactly. the true nature of the gospel mm-hmm. right the truth that scriptures is uh, discernible, it's knowable. Mm-hmm. We can know God. It doesn't have to be through man. Through yeah. lo- lots of different things. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. But he was rejected for that. Hey, you want to know a fun fact about Martin Luther? Fun fact. I read this the other day. Fun fact. Um, after the Reformation, when he became kind of a kind of a big deal, big guy, you know, kind yeah. of a big guy, big, 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 deal big deal in this Christian scene, <laughs> right? <laughs> he uh, yeah. he uh, he helped a group of nuns escape the Catholic Church. All of them, I think there was like eight or nine of them, eight of them got married. Wow. The ninth was too ugly to marry anybody. He married her. <laughs> he married her. He married her? He married oh, her. Martin Luther. And in his, some of his you early writings, heart. he talked about how he had no love or warmth for this woman, but he felt that he wanted to fulfill the obligation of being a husband to grow closer to Christ. But at the end of his life, he he talks sweet words about this ugly woman. Hey, I think <laughs> I think that's a great topic for arranged marriage. We've hey, covered that already. Yeah. But at the same time, he basically just did like a pity prom date. Kind like, of. But he oh. really he grew to love her and she grew to love him. Yeah. Fun fact, yep. interesting story. I learned that the other day. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That was a side note. That's that's very sweet. I feel like that yeah. kicked off the conversation. Oh, so well. last history thing. Yeah. Uh, so along with the denying of, mm-hmm. uh, of the Reformation, mm-hmm. they also had, the Catholic Church, had a little bit of a counter-Reformation yeah. uh, that was kind of solidified at the Council of Trent. Yes. Um, and that was basically saying, hey, if you believe any of that Protestant nonsense, if you believe any of that crazy stuff, yeah. like, you know, you can know God through the Bible, mm. y- you're going to be, you know, anathema. You're going to be damned, yeah. basically. Yep. So don't believe any of that. So yeah. they came out and basically said, we renounce everything that that yeah. Protestant movement stands and, for. And I think like, well, I, oh, this is really just my historical knowledge. Here but we go, get I em. believe in like this, was it the 60s or it was somewhere around there, but uh, the, the Catholic Church did go through a another Reformation and they okay. basically said like, hey, look, like we've got a lot of these things that we need to change because culture is basically finally saying like, there were so many people in the Protestant Church and they, they were just saying like, 
were just no longer relevant and sure. people aren't believing the they messages that were popping were with the millennials. Exactly. exactly. Is what pretty you're much. Saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so yeah. they have gone through a number of different reformations. It's that it's not like the Catholic Church today is the Catholic Church of the 1500s. No. Um, but once again, we differ from the Catholic Church in sure. many different areas. Um, Lots of different areas. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that right Let's now. Let's talk about the first one. That's yeah. the big one, and that's salvation. Yep. Okay. So um, what what do we believe as Christians? We believe that salvation. It's by faith alone, mm-hmm. right? Uh, sola fide, yep. um, right? In the in the in the Latin, there. Uh, oh, I have it on my wall. Yeah, That's right. Wall. I have it yep. printed on my wall. Basically, what we're saying is that a person is justified by justified by faith yep. alone. Romans five one. Uh, it's not about works. James chapter two. It's about faith in Christ and Christ alone. Believe mm-hmm. in Jesus. Acts says you will be saved. Yeah. Okay. That's what Christians believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do what do Catholics kind of believe, Nolan? What do what? You're asking me. I should have explained what Christians believe because oh, okay. what we're what we're doing too. I, I also want to give uh, some of the resources that we use for sure. people. So if you're reading online or if you're listening to us online, um, we're reading from BibleReasons.com. Found it to be um, an interesting article. Christ, yeah, Christians versus Catholic. Yeah. Um, just so you guys can like aren't thinking like oh Nolan Jesse you're just basing this Spouting off of their things yeah, off their own uh, brain. Um, but Catholic believe that uh, salvation is multifaceted and comes through baptism, faith, good works. And remaining in a state of grace. How do you remain in a state of grace? Well, good standing with the Catholic Church. Good, yeah, good standing with the Catholic Church. Good yeah. works. Um, and yeah. so you haven't been excommunicated. Yep. Right. You're not making fun of the way the priests dress. Yeah. Um, You're not t- making fun of the Pope online. Not you know? making out in the confession box. Ooh, you know, that, I would have done that if I was in. No, I wouldn't have. I would right. be a really good Catholic. So okay. So these are, you know, uh, okay. Okay. So we got we got to be sensitive here. Yeah. Because I believe. I'm going to deviate from the yeah. from the article now. I believe that there are Catholics who are saved. Mm-hmm. There's Catholics who are going to heaven. There's Catholics yeah. that love Jesus. Mm-hmm. But I would be willing to say, yeah, because I have a little bit of a Catholic background okay. and I have known quite a few Catholic people, that that is uh, a tougher thing to do if you're really following the prescriptions of the Catholic Church because yeah. they do endorse and encourage. Um, a lot of good works, good standing with the yeah. church, so on and so forth. Like you can't be saved unless you're baptized. Yeah. And we'll talk about baptism later yep. as a separate topic, but but it, there's certain qualifications for you versus the simple gospel truth that Christians believe, the Protestant Christians would believe, which is, you're saved by faith in Jesus yeah. and, and that and faith alone. Yep. And I think like, uh, I think we won't, we have, we cannot uh, sit too long on these topics. We got to, sure. we got to breeze through, but yeah, we got to breeze through. The thing that I'm talking, uh, that I think about is that, you know, as Christians, we believe that, uh, that fruit or, you know, what happens, your, your actions are a product of your faith. And yeah. so if somebody does say, Hey, I'm a Christian, I believe in, I believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but you know what? I don't, I don't tithe. Um, I don't, you know, I just focus on my work. I, I'm sleeping you know, with multiple people, I'm with multiple people. I screw everybody out of, you know, business or whatever. Sure. It's like, well, Hey, I can tell you that your works do not line up with your faith. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is that like, you don't have to. And I think this is the thing, the little thing that I think some, some Catholics can miss, uh-huh. um, in which I was just telling you what the bad thing about Protestantism is, Sure, but some Catholics can say, well, I've done all of these things. Therefore that proves my faith. Right. 
Right. And it's like, it doesn't, it's not interchangeable, no. you know? So yeah. just because you do a lot of things, yeah. it doesn't mean that you now are going to get to go to heaven because that's your faith. It has to be True. a faith in God. So yeah. Christians I'm, don't believe in, in uh, karma. We don't believe in uh, tipping the scales in our favor yep. or winning the favor of God by our actions. We believe that uh, we, we love Jesus. We have faith in him yeah. and we're covered because of that yeah. faith, because of the work of Christ on the cross, not be even because of what we do. Exactly. Now, we can get an even deeper conversation about Reformed Baptist theology versus oh, yeah. kind of, but oh, we don't want to go when into When you that. get into denominations, it gets real hairy. And it gets, that's well, it yeah. gets sticky. But yeah. here, here's what we will say, and, and I think the article brings this up, which is nice, that in the Council of Trent, Canon Number 9 says, if anyone saith that by faith alone that uh, uh, the impious is justified, let him be damned. Mm-hmm. So that's a clear contradiction of that what is, the yeah. Bible would Bible would teach. They're going, you say that faith alone nonsense, you're out of here. Yeah. That's not going to work. Okay. Yep. So that's a, that's a difference. That does def- differ. Okay. Yep. Okay. Next, let's talk about baptism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Nolan, have you been baptized? I have been baptized. I have been dunked. Um, and I actually need to get redunked. Do you? Uh, yeah, side conversation oh, really? for you. Uh, but I've just I I got dunked when I was like I forget. My mom will correct me on this when she hears this. But I think nine or ten, and it was just it was because I knew I, I believed in Jesus and uh-huh. I, I wanted to make that statement of faith. It was also just because I really want to get dunked. Hey. I was like, this is a super cool. There's a gigantic tub. Who doesn't want to take a bath in front of a large group of my people? My entire body can fit in. It's I thought really it was weird. cool. It's you know, cool. Yeah, so it's, it's awesome. like you know, I, but. That being said. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, you, you know. And I have been baptized and you've been baptized. I, we both been baptized. Yep. Okay. Uh, that baptism mm-hmm. did not save us. No. It did not. not save us. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ephesians chapter two. For by grace, you have been saved mm-hmm. through faith. Yep. That none, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So there's nothing that we can do. Mm-hmm. Works, yep. actions, going to church, sitting our butts in a yeah. seat. Getting dunked in a pool of water yeah. that we can save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Catholicism is very different in that it's not very different, but you'll see a lot of very literal meaning in Catholicism. Yes. And so that's where uh, Catholics believe that when you get baptized, literally your original sin or the sin that everybody's born with, the sin that was created by Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. plucking the you know metaphorical apple off of the tree sure. and eating it, that original sin is stuck to you until you get dunked in the water right. and pulled up. And then all of a sudden that sin just you know washes off like a yeah. L'Oreal commercial. That's it's true. Just like, yeah. okay, I kind of think, I'm you know no what I always longer, think of? When I yeah. think of this, I think of uh, the movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? You ever seen yep. that? Yeah. And, and uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Not George Clooney, but one of the other ones. Yeah, I know. He goes in the him. water mm-hmm. and he's like, all my sins have been washed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And it's like that moment saved him. All is good. Yep. But he's going to go on in a little bit to like murder and kill and, and steal and do a bunch <laughs> yeah. of other stuff, yeah. right? As, as the same criminal he always was. There was no change. Yeah. So I always think of that scene. I just think that, what does he say? He says, come on in, boys. The water's fine. I just love <laughs> yeah. it. It's amazing, yep. right? So yeah, we we don't believe that we uh, that baptism saves you. Whereas a Catholic, uh, yeah. true Catholicism does teach that baptism is a requirement for salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which raises some interesting questions. Like, what if I give my life to Jesus right here, right now in this room? Yeah, and then I walk out on the street. I'm on my way to church to get baptized. And I get slammed by a Mary Kay. 
uh, uh, cosmetic car on my way. Wow, that was I very that very was a very specific, specific wasn't car. It? Yeah, well, I what feel a, like that car probably rolls around your neighborhood maybe. too often. An ice cream truck, a well, bus. Uh, like it, now what? Now I'm going. I'm not going to heaven because I couldn't make it to my baptism. I mean, hey, I've got some bad news for you. Um, Done. Based off of now, so we're Soon. we're reading once again from the Council of Trent. Yes. This is CCC two zero six Catholic Catechism something. Okay. I forget what it is called. I'm going to believe you there because yeah, I don't yeah. know enough about that. But it teaches that the Ten Commandments are obligatory for Christians and that the justified man is still bound to keep them. All men may attain salvation through faith, baptisms, and the observance of the commandment. So notice there, that's that ending there. So all men may attain salvation through faith, comma, baptisms, comma, and the observance of the Very important commas. Yep. In the Catholic... Yep. Catechism, but once again, this is where I'm. I'm. I'm going to play the devil's advocate for okay. the Catholics because I, well, I do, do love them. I like but it. It's like for me, like Jesus very clearly says, "Go out and baptize men mm-hmm. in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." Like yes. Jesus says, "Go do this," and yes. it's like I. I have a couple of friends that's like, "Oh yeah, I don't see the importance of getting baptized." It's like. Well, do you see the importance of anything that Jesus said? Ever? It's like, if you don't, then yeah, like don't get baptized. But if you think that, well, Jesus was, Mm -hmm. Jesus is the person that I'm trying to be like. Yeah. And it's like, just like, okay, I love my mom and dad. I will do what they tell me to do because they're my mom and dad. Yeah. But if they don't, then I'm disobeying them. It's like, well, if Jesus tells you to go get baptized, go get stinking baptized. But but at the same time, the easy way to put it is in the Christian faith, like we we would believe that baptism is an outward expression of an inward mm-hmm, feeling. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's the bow on top or the cherry on top. Yeah. It's a wedding ring. You yep. take my wedding ring off, I'm still committed and yep. married to my wife. It's just an external representation. Yep. Where and this is also why in the Christian faith or Protestantism, mm-hmm. um, we don't baptize babies because it it is required for you to exactly. make a conscious choice. Yeah. I want to proclaim my yeah. love for Christ. When you're a goo goo gaga 10 day year old, mm. can you really make a conscious decision to follow Christ? Yeah. No, you cannot. Yep. This is why we do weird things in the Christian church. Like uh, we dedicate babies yeah. and all that is, is a baby coming up on stage like or whatever in front of the congregation with the parents and the parents saying we dedicate ourselves to raise our child yep. in the ways of the Lord. But we don't say splash some water on a baby's head going to heaven yeah. now. Good thing yeah. we got that little water shaker. And that's and that's the problem is that too many people uh, in the Catholic faith say, well, my baby's been baptized, so therefore he's good Yep, and he's going to go to heaven. It's like, yes. that's, not, that's not how it works. Yep. Baptism doesn't work like that. Um, we can move on to the next one. The Let's only thing it. I wanted to say on baptism was uh, that uh, I think it's important. Shout out to the fellowship and to Woo. you. Woo. Um, but uh, typically what will happen when you guys do uh, baptism is like, say like, hey, this is your spiritual birthday. Like it just marks a day in your life yeah. that you can always remember is like yep. this is the day that I fully committed. It's just like your wedding day. Like this is the day that I fully committed to this by being baptized. It's so I think it's really cool. You said something earlier which is kind of interesting, which is that like a lot of times Catholics take a very literal mm-hmm. meaning to yeah, certain. We'll things. see that in sacrament too. Yep. You were going to see that in sacrament as well. Um, but literal, yes. But we as Protestants, like we take the word very literal. Mm -hmm. We would be accused quite often of being very fundamentalist in the way that we read the scriptures there. I'm not sure if like literal is the right word Mm. or maybe it's like too literal or I, I, unfortunately I want to say, out of context, maybe like is what I yeah. want to say because I just, I'm not sure. I don't know. That was all. Well, my maybe mind. we can flesh it out through that. We'll flesh it out some more. Okay, yeah. let's talk about the next one. Let's talk about. Uh, there's this is a definitely a difference yeah. between Christians and Christianity and Catholicism. Praying to the saints. Yep. Uh, Christians don't. We, we, I don't. We I don't know do two saints. We maybe. don't do that. 
Yeah. I, I, I know Tom, Chris, Tom, Chris, Tom, Saint Peter? Christopher. Is Peter the is patron one. saint of travel. I know Damien. Oh, da- oh, Damien. Is Damien a saint? I don't no. even know if Damien's a saint. No. I don't know. The guy See, that went to Molokai? That, that's, that's, yeah, the guy that went to Molokai. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, no. that being said, yeah. we don't know all about saints, but we, we, don't, don't we definitely don't pray to them. Yeah, yeah. we don't pray to them yep. um, because we believe that prayer is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. It's something we do to commune with God, to hear from God. And to allow him to tune our hearts, so to speak, right? Um, I'm kind of real simple. That's that's what prayer is for us. Yeah. Um, and, Catholics, on the other hand, they yeah. they actually do. Um, the Catholic Church does teach that you can pray on behalf of dead family members. Yep. Uh, that that can be a benefit to them. We'll talk about this later on, but they believe that if your family member is in purgatory, mm-hmm. that you can lessen their stent in purgatory by Good praying one. them out yep. of it. Yeah. Uh, Jail sentence, man. If you pay the bail. You're out of jail. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, Catholics, I think, too, like, uh, I think an important thing to, to realize is, like, uh, this comes from, uh, you know, uh, Jesus being our interceder. Yes, um, mediator. And so Jesus is our interceder. So if you pray to Jesus, then Jesus will intercede on your behalf to God. Right. Um, and so they've taken that same concept, applied it to certain situations, and that's mm. why, you know, they say patron saint of Sure. X, Y, and Z. I don't know any of them, so I'm not uh-huh. going to do that. But it's like, you know, if you are a patron saint of, you know, homelessness or whatever, then a homeless person can pray and right. they will intercede on behalf of that specific situation. Sure. Which is interesting to me. We're going to talk about this later. Everything we're like kicking down the road, I swear. Yeah. But we're going to talk about this some more later. It's very interesting because um, the Catholic Church believes in a different model of authority overall yeah that it's um the scriptures um which i would say is kind of like the wobbly leg of the yeah. table um and then you have the magistrate which mm-hmm. is the church mm-hmm. and you have tradition those would be like the three legs or pillars yeah. of the catholic church which it create the authority yeah of god whereas uh, a protestant christian would say uh nope uh it's comes from jesus to the word to yeah. us because yeah. There's no mediator between God and man except the God man Christ Jesus. Yeah. So, for instance, um, we, you, nobody in, I would like to say nobody, but I'm sure there's somebody who's messing this up. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, as a Protestant Christian, be able to dictate who somebody could or should pray to. That's yeah. already been defined. The yeah. scriptures have defined that. Yep. We pray to. Jesus, yeah. like you said. The reason we only do that is because that's what the scriptures say, and we're not allowed to dictate something different. Yeah. This is why the Mormon church gets all funky, because yeah. it wasn't until like the 1950s or 60s that they decided that black people were no longer black because yeah. Yeah. they were cursed. The color yeah. of their skin was cursed. So you can't yeah. just come out and go, never mind, God changed his mind. Yeah, now I will say this, though, and this is, once again, I'm trying to play devil's advocate as Let's much go. as I like possible. Um, I appreciate you doing but, that. But, uh, like, we, in even in evangelical Christianity, yes. like, how many times does the the sole pastor of a church mm. like you know Donnie or yourself or you know Brandon or like somebody who's on stage mm-hmm. get elevated to a position of biblical authority mm-hmm. almost above Christ because it's like well I see Donnie telling me how to live every single week I see Jesse telling me how to live every single week like I think we would we would recognize that the evangelical church even has a hard time with the pedestaling of pastors now we have a, a hard time in fighting that perception but we fight but we fight uh, yeah, the perception I get that. yeah 
that's the reason that I, to a certain extent, confess sin from stage. Mm-hmm. Yep. I encourage people to pray for each other yeah. and not come looking for me to me for prayers because mm-hmm. my prayers are no more powerful than theirs because we it. all have same access to the foot of the cross to Jesus. Yeah. Like, I feel like we try our hardest. There's always going to be people who try to put a cape, a yeah. spiritual cape on the guy who's on stage, yeah. whether he have a collar on with a little white bit or he's wearing a polo t-shirt, yeah. you know, standing in front of a music stand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everyone's going to try to elevate a person, yeah. but they shouldn't do that because yep. all people are flawed. And this will get into idol worship, which is next. Now, but um, the last thing that I want to uh, talk about, about uh, praying to saints is like, I don't think as evangelicals, we we would obviously, no, we wouldn't pray to saints, but I think it is good to know what the saints have done in yes. their life. So, like St. Nicholas, like St. Patrick, you know, like you read about these men's lives and you see a practical application of biblical truth in the world. And so you see, you know, these people have helped out the poor, have provided for the sick. And that's a biblical way to look at it. Exactly. And so it's like, I'm saying like, I'm not saying like everything in the Catholic church is done incorrectly, No. but it's like, I think it's a great thing to say like, Hey, I'm not going to pray to these people. I'm not going to worship these people, but I can at least see what they've done in their lives and say, how can I as a Christian respond in that same manner in the area that's been given to me? If you use saints as pillars of the faith, if you use them like Hebrews 10 or 11 would say as your great cloud Mm -hmm. of witnesses who say, man, they've come, they're hauled of hero types and they're crushing the game for Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's a healthy thing to do and say, I aspire to have faith like that. But we don't then say, Mary, will you protect me? Peter, will you be with me? Because Peter and Mary, dead and gone. They're cold in the ground somewhere and they're in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. They're not hearing us because they're not omniscient or yep. omnipresent. Exactly. So idol worship, um, both Catholics and Christians would agree that idol worship is sinful um, and Catholics would disagree with the charge uh, made by many Christians of idolatry concerning Catholic statues, relics, and even the Catholic view of the Eucharist. However, mm. bowing down to images is a form of worship. And so, so what are they talking about when, when we say like, why would we as Christians accuse, accuse is a bad yep. word, we should never accuse, but why, why would we think that Catholics perform or uh, participate in idol well, worship? How many, uh, how many churches do you know that like, oh, like, well, we have the hand of Peter or well, we yeah. have the, you know, I don't know, the eyeball of John or whatever. Sure. It's like, you know, yep. so it, basically it's like, oh, well, if I, you know, come up to here and pray this or even like, oh, well, we've got this statue, funny story, we've got this statue of like Jesus crying and so right. therefore it's, a, it's an object of like God's divine providence. Sure. Um, there was a story about a church that was doing that yep. and uh, come to find out um, many years later Later, that a toilet above that statue yep. was leaking and it was basically just leaking toilet water into Jesus's eyes yep. and then people were coming up and kissing it or they put a little vial and then drink it when they were sick. Toilet water? Yeah, basically toilet water. You Good were drinking times. toilet water. That's so. gross. Yep. That's disgusting. Um, bowing down to anything that is not God almighty is a sin. Yep. That's idolatry. Um, that's putting your hopes and your dreams and your emphasis on something besides Christ and Christ alone. Um, that's a, that's a boo-boo. That's a, yeah. that's a no-no. We don't do that. And so uh, the reason we would say, and somebody oversimplified this for me a long time ago. I don't, I don't mind the oversimplification, but understand it probably is an oversimplification. When you think about Roman Catholicism, you think about the good news of the gospel and Jesus Christ coming into Rome that was currently worshiping at that time, the pantheon of gods. They said, we like that Jesus thing. We don't want to get rid of this whole pantheon thing. Let's slam them together. Now we're going to start worshiping other things in slight ways. But I tell you right now, even the slight worship of money 
it's idolatry. Even the slightest worship of my wife yeah. and elevating her to a position she doesn't belong in, that's idolatry. Yeah. So even the slight worship of anything is idolatry. So you gotta yeah. be careful there, but there is a difference, I think. Um, okay. Hey everybody, this is Nolan. Uh, just let you guys know this is a two-part episode. Um, so you will see the next episode, the, the finish of our conclusion on the uh, Catholic religion um, next week. Um, so tune in next week and uh, we will see you guys later. Uh, you know, hey, I, I think if you, you may be out there and you may have clenched, your butt cheeks may have clenched as we talked about the Catholic Church. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. But just know that we really hope that this uh, this episode is received well. Yeah. Um, because we want people to just think through these topics exactly. of similarity and difference, of contrast and comparison. And we want you to be truth seekers. That's what we want to be. We want you to be. Um, and we would also appreciate it if you would uh, subscribe to the podcast because yeah. we do a podcast each and every week. Um, and we would love to hear your thoughts. So you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses. You can find us on the website, biblicallenses.com. You'll find episodes, show notes, all sorts of stuff there. We'll make sure we link up the article we were referencing in this episode, uh, in that episode there on the website. Uh, but again, subscribe, leave us a little five-star review and some feedback. And uh, we would love to hear your thoughts. We will talk to you later. Dal spadarabachi! Oh,